Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ. How are you? I am so happy to be here. This is your sister, Heavenly. As you know, I'm excited for Jesus, and I am so thankful to God that he let us hear another blessed day today. In the mighty name of Jesus, today is August the 30th. It is Monday at 3.56 a.m. Eastern Time, and I thank God for you being led by His Spirit to do what He called you to do. Amen. And for those who are listening for the very first time, welcome my new sisters and brothers in Christ. God bless you. Welcome to the Christ family that the Lord has ordained for you to be a blessed big part of. In the name of Jesus, God bless your families and your loved ones. And I just am so excited for all of my sisters and brothers in Christ who are presently here at this moment listening to what the Lord has to say. I thank God for everyone who's close and dear to us. I thank God for his everlasting presence. And I just welcome each and every one of you in a virtual way. And how do I welcome each and every one of you, even the ones who's just listening for the very first time? I virtually hug you in the spirit. I wrap my arms around myself. Mm -hmm. And that is me hugging you in the spirit, loving you as your sister in Christ that I am. It is an honor and joy to be in the presence of the Lord because the Lord did not have to allow us a new blessed day. It is an honor for you to be my sisters and brothers in Christ. And I am so blessed to be your sister in Christ. So I thank God for each and every one of us because he didn't have to allow us a new blessed day with new mercies. But here it is that it's another new day in him. And I just thank God for the early hour of the day that we're coming together listening. Whatever time it is that you'll be listening in the name of Jesus, it'll feel like we're just all together at one time. Amen. Amen. God bless each and every one of you today to be filled with his spirit, to be filled up with the word of God. And I thank God for whatever he's doing in your life. Amen. So I just ask God to lay his hands on us right now as we go into prayer. We're going to open up with prayer as we're getting started. Amen. Look how blessed you are, my sisters and brothers in Christ. You are amazing. You are gifted. You are so talented. And you have exactly what God has given you to do the things that God calls you to do. Hallelujah. I'm just so excited for the Lord. I love Jesus. I definitely love you. And I thank God for the changes that he has been making in your life. And I thank God for leading you here by his spirit in the name of Jesus. And each and every one of you, remember this is the spiritual waterfront altar podcast that the Lord has ordained for you, for me, and for all those who will come and enter into the love and world of Christ. Amen. God is waiting for you, for those who are not in Christ, for those who are not saved. The Lord is waiting to save you from this corrupted world in the name of Jesus. I just thank God so much. I'm so excited. So let's go ahead and pray. Father God, in Jesus' name, I come before you. 
I thank you in Jesus' name to assist my sisters and brothers in Christ, O Lord. I thank you for every touch that you are going to give them today. Give me as well, Father God. Lord, Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name for our mind being clear today, Father God. Because of you, we have a clear mind, God. Thank God that we didn't lose our mind in the name of Jesus, O Lord. I ask that you touch every circumstance that each and every one of us is dealing with, Father God. Father God, I ask that you give comfort to bereaved families around the world, God. Lord, only you can uplift them. Only your peace and joy can give them that comfort they need, God. Father God, in Jesus' name, we are excited for the lesson you are going to give on today, Father God. Every word, Father God, every uplifting in the name of Jesus, O Lord. We know our life is steady changing, O God, because of you, Father God. Because of who you are, Father God, we have a chance at life, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless your holy name, Father God. I ask in Jesus' name that you open up our hearts and that we prepare our hearts, O oh God, to receive what you have for us to receive, to be able to step out, O oh God, on the word, Father God, to live on the word in the name of Jesus. We must truly study the word of God. Father God, I thank you for this prayer in the name of Jesus that we are pray out. I thank you for everyone who is going to be listening, oh God, even the ones who have not been able to listen, God. I thank you for them coming today to listen to the word. In Jesus' name, I pray out. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, my sisters and brothers in Christ. But yes, you are wonderfully, specially made. Do not let no one tell you differently. God loves you and God has a plan for you. And as long as you follow the word of the Lord, you will be truly blessed. Your life will definitely change. I encourage you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, to just open up your hearts today and just see what the Lord is saying to you. Each and every one of us, he speaks to in a different way, but on one accord. And I thank God for what he is going to speak to us openly, wholeheartedly. This is a place that the Lord truly has ordained for you to learn, for you to grow, for you to accept, for you to understand, for you to be delivered, for you to be redeemed, for you to be able to have a fresh start. This is one of the places and many more places that God has for you. But this particular place right here. It's definitely a place that those things will happen if you allow them to happen. God has put you in this place. He has led you to this place to receive what he has for you. He knows who you are. I don't know you. I just know you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And when I come in here, I feel like I know you. So I thank God for the energy. I thank God for his strength that he has given us restoration and everything, deliverance in the name of Jesus. But you got to be honest. You got to be open. So I just thank the Lord for your honesty and openness, your honesty and your openness. I'm sorry, honesty and openness in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. And I thank God for each and every ministry around the world. And I thank God for those he is using to bring more glory to his name. Amen. And I just am excited to bring glory to Jesus' name. I will do whatever the Lord say do. 
I will serve the Lord with all my heart and all my soul for the rest of my life. My life is Christ, and Christ is my life. And I am so happy to say that. I truly, truly am in love with Jesus. I am truly in love with the Lord. He is my Lord and Savior. I have accepted him a long, long time ago. And for those who have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, believe that he died on the cross for your sins. Believe that he rose three days later, that he's been resurrected. And if you could believe that you can accept him as your Lord and Savior, then you just got saved in the name of Jesus. The Lord loves you. And I'm so thankful that you have just gotten saved here. And you just repeat after me, Lord, I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross for my sin. I believe you rose from the dead three days later. In the name of Jesus, oh God, I believe you died on the cross for my sin, that I may live again in eternity with the Lord, and I be reborn again here. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, 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 welcome to Christ's life family. In the name of Jesus, for those who just got saved. But for those who already been in the Christ family, it has been a blessing and it has been a journey for us all. And now it's a new journey for you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, who just got saved, who just got delivered, who they know that they're delivered and set free. Amen. So we're going to start with opening up with scripture. And for those who does not have a Bible, it's okay. Please don't feel ashamed. I will send you a Bible if you leave your P.O. box with your address. First, you must download the Anchors app if you don't have it on your phone. Or you can um, purchase one from the store. But if you're in need of a Bible and you're in need of help, I'll be glad to get those to you within a couple of days. I'll be glad to send them off. Pray about it. Ask God, is it okay? I'm just here for you, my sisters and brothers in Christ. So any and each of you will not be left behind when it comes to the word of God. God don't want that. I definitely don't want that. As your sister in Christ, I would truly make sure that you get the word, the King James Version Bible. And I will make sure so you can study because the Lord says we have to study our word day in and day out. We can't really skip days, but sometimes things be happening. But continue to grow in him continue to apply the word to our lives in the name of jesus but yes um you can find a local church they will have one but yes however god gives you the word you must receive the word but it's good to still have a bible we all can go on our phones but I need my Bible, my hard copy Bible. So yes, my sisters and blessed brothers in Christ, you will have and you shall have a Bible right now and today. Yes, amen, because I believe for you by faith in the mighty name of Jesus. I am so excited to be here with each and every one of you. I just love you so much. And I know God is able to do all things beyond imagination, beyond measures. There's no limit to what God will do and how he will do it. Amen. So I just thank God for the love and order and the steps that he put in place for us to follow in the name of Jesus. So we're going to hold on to faith in today. We're going to trust God in today. Not just in today, but for the rest of our lives. This is the beginning right here. This is another beginning, another new beginning, another new way in him 
today is today and yesterday is gone. We cannot get back yesterday. We can move forward. Amen. So we're going to open up with the scripture. And for now, please get your notebooks out. Get your notepads. You know, you're going to be taking notes because this lesson and any other lesson that God has already given us is highly important. Each lesson is important and to be remembered and to be taken seriously. So when we take notes, I don't already did my notes. I don't already studied my word for this lesson with the Lord. So now the Lord prepared me to give it to you. And I'm so thankful to do what God say do his way. You got to be willing to do what God say, my sisters and brothers in Christ, his way and not your way. We did it our way for so long. But look, here we are standing in need of change, in need of prayer, in need of reviving, in need of so much. Because we done messed up. We done got our life probably jacked up because of our own decisions in the name of Jesus. So we just thank God for his holy word. And as we're preparing for, excuse me, I had to drink some water. Mm. As, we prepare, as we're preparing for the Lord's holy word. Let us just breathe in and out slowly. Take a deep breath. Exhale slowly. Ah, we needed that Usai. Felt good, right? Those are things you can practice um, on your time. You take deep breaths in and out. You feel much better. Okay, so let's get started. We're going to be coming from Ecclesiastes chapter 4. No, I'm sorry, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses um, Okay, we'll read the whole thing out, the whole chapter. <coughs> sorry about that. All right, Ecclesiastes chapter 2. I'm sorry, forgive me. Is Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And I just thank God for the special touch that he's touching you with right now. I know things been hard and it's been rough. But I thank God for bringing you here today so you could be prayed over, blessed over in the name of Jesus by his anointed hand. Lay his hands on you. He's laying his hands on you right now, my sisters and brothers in Christ. We need that touch from him every day. Every second of the day, we need God to be present in everything. We must make decisions according to his will. We don't know everything that he has in his will for us, but we do know we can bring all our supplications, every cry to the Lord. So don't forget, my sisters and brothers, it's not about giving up on life anymore. People are giving up on their life left and right. They're taking their life, but the Lord says that the ones that are still remaining here, why you got breath in your body, it's not too late to things, for things to turn around. For things to heal, it's a timing on healing. And you got to heal in your own time. But God is comforting you. He's comforting me. So don't feel alone. You're not alone. You're not feeling, you know, I know you're not feeling at your best. But I just want you to know, it just was in my spirit just to remind you. That God is able and he's with you everywhere we go. So the Lord is not going to forsake you. Nor is he going to leave you. Amen. May the word give you a refreshing right now. That we all need in him. And I know 
the word will do just that. Amen. Amen. All right. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, starting with verse 1, says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Verse 2, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Verse 3, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. Verse 4, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. Verse 5, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Verse 8, I mean 6, I'm so sorry. A time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away. Verse 7, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. Verse 8, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Verse 9, what profit have he? that worketh in that wherein he laboreth. Verse 10, I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. Verse 11, He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God make it from the beginning to the end. Verse, seven, verse 12, I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life. Verse 13, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is a gift of God. <clears throat> verse 14, I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. Verse 15, that which have been is now, and that which is to be have already been. And God requireth that which is past. And I'm sorry, that was verse 15. Verse 16 says, and moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment, that wickedness was there, and the place of righteousness, that iniquity was there. <coughs> Verse 17, I said in my heart, God should judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time there for every purpose, for every work. Verse um, 12, no, 18. Said in my heart concerning the estate of the Son of Man, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. Verse 19. For that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts. Even one thing befalleth them, as the one dieth, so dieth the other. 
Yea, they have all one breath. So, that a man have no preeminence above a beast, for all is vanity. Verse 29, I mean, verse 20, all go into one place, all are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. Verse 21, who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? Verse 22, wherefore I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? Amen. That has been a blessing what God has shown us about everything at the time. And that is so true. So God is telling us a time for everything in our life. A time for change. A time to take away. A time to give. A time to weep. A time to cry. And so much more. And God is clearly saying to us, Timing is important. All the experience listed in these verses are appreciate—I mean, appropriate—else at certain times. The secret to peace with God is to discover, accept, and appreciate God's perfect timing. The danger is to doubt or resent God's timing. This can lead to despair, rebellion, or moving ahead without his advice. So we know when there's a time for hating, we shouldn't hate evil people, but we should hate what they do. A lot of us get that conception messed up. God didn't say hate one another. We can hate what you do, but we have to love one another no matter what. And so clearly God just said, how time is important and all the verses in here. So we thank God for the understanding of that. And we thank God for sharing with us how that we can understand this word. He shares word with us for us to understand his word daily, day in and day out. So we just thank God for the understanding of the chapter. And we just ask God to give us the more understanding we need out of this chapter. For those who don't quite get it, you might get some verses. That's okay. We may not get everything at one time. But God will bring this back to you in any other chapter, in any other verse. So I just thank God for the opening of the word today. And I just thank the Lord as we are preparing to go in today's lesson. Um, the Lord has an uplifting um, passage for us to be able to go into, but we're going to save the passages. Um, we're going to say the passages to us after the lesson because God wants us to get right in this particular lesson because this is a deep lesson here. Each lesson is always deep, but it gets deeper. And I thank the Lord. This lesson is about facing pain with God's joy. And we're going to talk about that right now. A lot of us need it. And I just thank the Lord that you are receiving what you need from him. And I thank the Lord 
for walking you through the word. I thank the Lord that he's going to break the word down in your life for you to get it and understand it. When we first begin to walk in Christ, we be nervous when we hear the word of God sometimes because we don't understand it. But as time goes on, as you become more and more in the word and more and more familiar with the Lord and having a relationship with him and being intimate with him in the name of Jesus, you'll begin to be so close with him and his word. The word is going to help you learn and understand the nature and who God really is. And how is it that you can walk this walk in him? The word is everything that we need because he is the word. It's everything we need here on this earth in the name of Jesus. So we're going to start off with the lesson. And um, we're going to go into the passages afterward so we can get through this lesson. Because you know, they only give an hour up here. And I thank God for the hour that he gives us to come together and the lesson that we learn together in him. So we're going to start off. And I thank God for this lesson because a lot of us is facing pain without hope without encouragement, without the word of God. Here, God is showing us a way we can face it with him because pain is very harsh and he knows we've been going through different things in our lives, whether it be death, whether it be depression, whether it be hurt, whatever it is, God said we can have his joy and find joy in him. And he's going to talk about how we can have it. What does it mean to have God's joy in our life? What does that mean? A lot of us is walking around with no peace, no joy. But the Lord says that we can have joy. And what is joy and how is it possible in our life? Joy is produced by righteous hope. Hope is the anticipation that God will do something good. God has done good to us through his son Jesus and he will continue to do good in more ways than we can count. Develop the habit of anticipating God's goodness in your life and you will have joy. If you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, will be and you know have anticipation when it comes to God like you do many other things, you will find his joy. You will have the Lord's joy in the name of Jesus. Joy and happiness is not the same. Happiness is the feeling you get when things are going well. It's based on your circumstances. Joy is a deep sense of pleasure, delight, gladness, and well-being that is independent of circumstances. Amen. A lot of times people think, oh, I'm happy because I got, you know, I'm happy and I got joy. They kind of combine the two, but God clearly said the difference between the two. So we know happiness is not the same. But we know joy is a deep sense of pleasure, delight, gladness, and well-being that is independent of circumstances. Amen. Joy flows from a deeply rooted conviction that not only does God cause all things to work together for the good of those who love him, but in but in Herod, I'm sorry, but he and joy is a sense of, I'm sorry, but inherent in joy is a sense of delight in God that can cause our heart to smile, even if things on the outside seem to be falling apart. When you know that you have the joy of the Lord, 
when you know that you're learning how to keep the joy of the Lord, when you learn how to get the joy of the Lord, it's like this deep smile in our hearts that we can smile and realize and believe that no matter what I'm going through right now, no matter how bad it hurt, I can still smile through it all. And a lot of times we can't smile through things in our life that's happening. But when you know you have a joy, you can actually smile and cry and weep. And just knowing that God has comforted you, knowing he's never going to, knowing that God is going to continue to give you that peace that we need in him. In all of our life circumstances, it's valuable for us to ask ourselves, am I relying on my happiness or does my strength come from the joy of the Lord? You have to ask yourself, are you relying on happiness or are you relying on the strength that comes from the joy of the Lord? God wants you to be joyful. Perhaps you feel as if you have lost your joy. How do you get your joy back? Now let's get into the word to know how we can walk in God's joy. No matter what we face or how we feel, I know joy will help while going through as well. Joy is something God can restore. So let's go to Psalms 51. I'm going to go to Psalms 51, um, verse 12, so we can see what that particular scripture is speaking on about how joy is found in God's presence. Yes, being in God's presence, you will find joy. Spending time with the Lord, you will find joy in God. And God says clearly, consider God's incredible kindness. Celebrate how great and powerful God is and you will experience his joy. Amen. So we're going to go to Psalms 51. Some have their Bibles and um, is going to it now so they can read along with me, which is a blessing. Amen. So verse 12 says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Amen. To be restored and asking God to restore you. Do you ever feel stagnant in your faith as if you are just going through the motions? Has sin driven a wedge between you and God, making him seem distant? David felt this way. He had sinned with Bathsheba and had just been confronted by Nathan, the prophet. In his prayer to God, he cried, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. God wants us to be close to him and to experience his full and complete life. But sin that remains unconfessed makes such intimacy impossible. Confess your sin to God. You may still have to face some earthly consequences as David did, but God will give back the joy of your relationship with him. Amen. Isn't God good? He will restore your strength. He will restore and will give back the joy that you had with him. And if you didn't have it, he will give you joy. God can cause our heart to smile. 
Even if things on the outside seem to be falling apart. Yes. Joy will do that. It will make our hearts smile, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And God can do that. Joy is the result of righteousness. Psalms 97 verse 11 says. Um, getting to Psalms 97 verse 11. Psalm 97 verse 11 says. Okay, I got Psalm 97. Let me see. My page was up being stuck. Okay. Verse 11, 97 in Psalms. Chapter 97, Psalms says, verse 11, Light is sown for the righteous, and gladness for the upright in heart. And verse 12 says, Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteousness, and give thanks as the remembrance of his holiness. Amen. Thank you, Father God. So light is sown to the righteous for the righteousness. Even if you are just learning who Christ is, you are stepping into righteousness, my sisters and brothers. This is sown for us. Those who want to live in the world and not change, this is not for them. That's why it is sown for us, the light, the joy of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So we have next also, Ecclesiastes. I mean, joy results of righteousness. Yeah, that was what it was talking about. The light is sown for the righteousness. Joy is the result of the righteousness. Amen. So we have Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 26 to check out. Ecclesiastes, I can find it soon. Yeah, it's not far. Ecclesiastes is not that far. (laughs) But yes, I thank God for... Speaking this into our hearts and showing us in the word about different ways that joy takes in different places and how joy takes in our life in different ways and how we can have it, how we can keep it, how we don't have to lose joy because what we're facing and what we're going through and we don't have to lose that. So we're going to go to Ecclesiastes now, chapter 2, verse 26. And it says, um, let me find 26. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight, wisdom and knowledge and joy. Amen. But to the sinner he giveth travail to gather and to heap up, that he may give to him that is good before God. This also is vanity and vexation of spirit. Amen. To God be the glory. God, he gives us joy through all of that knowledge and wisdom. And I thank the Lord for joy. Joy runs a long ways. It can last forever. Joy and happiness is divided. Joy does not mean you're happy. It just means that you have joy knowing that the Lord is with you. Knowing that he's your strength. Knowing that you're in a rightful place with him. It brings you great joy to your soul. Amen. Lord, I thank you for this blessed, blessed lesson. We're all intrigued and receiving right now. God is doing it. God himself is always doing it. If you have any address sin, remember, in your life, it would diminish your joy. You got to address your wrongs and make them right with God. Every day we always sin, but it's the nature of living in sin. 
It's the nature of acting on sin when you know God will be displeased. Joy, on the other hand, when we are walking with God with a clear conscience, joy increases in our life. When we are free and set free from our sinful life and God, we will be born again and we decide to follow a saved life in Christ. He begins to set joy in our heart in him. Joy is found in delighting in God's word. Amen. When you are in the word of God, when you're studying his word and spending time with him, nothing else matters if you notice that, my sisters and brothers in Christ. And for those who have not stepped into the word of God yet, you will discover and you will learn so many great things that is in the word. So many ways that God will give you understanding in him. How you will be able to apply and, and the word to your heart and life. How you will be able to walk right before him and following what his words say do. Not what I say do, but what the word says do. Amen. Let's go to Psalms 119, verse 111. Amen to that. Wait, am I saying it right? Okay. Verse 119, I mean, chapter 119, verse 111, okay, I'm looking for my blessed sisters and brothers in Christ, this is amazing grace, I'm receiving Jesus, I'm receiving this word like never before, every time God does it, it's like never before, Lord, and I just thank you, Father, for the uplifting we are getting, wow, we are just in this place of all we for God. Doesn't it feel good, my sisters and brothers in Christ, that God is uplifting you right now in him, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And verse 111 says, Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever, forever, for, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Amen. Thank you, Father, for thy testimonies have I taken as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. Amen. I thank God for that blessed word right there. And what he says is truly what I'm trying to, the testimonies that we give is a heritage, is a blessing in the name of Jesus. So I just thank the Lord for every understanding. I didn't quite get that particular scripture, but God will give it to me. Sometimes I read a scripture and I can't find a part for the understanding of it. So I just trust God. I say, okay, God, you'll give it to me. And I know you, it's not just me. Somebody else probably may or not have gotten it. And a lot of you have just gotten that. Please, please inbox me with a message and share it. Can you please tell me what that verse means? If anybody knows, please, please inbox me and text it to me i surely would appreciate it thank you see how we could be here for one another and that is important when i don't get something i know that my sisters and brothers in christ some have gotten it and you can text and inbox me but you can't text me but you can inbox me and just tell me what that meant in psalms chapter 119 verse 111 and what did it say I really appreciate it and thank you so much. The Bible is an inheritance from the Lord. It is better than gold, diamonds, or rubies. 
and it has been passed down to you. When we see the Bible as treasure, we have inherited invulnerably and variably that mindset will lead to joy. Joy is the result of speaking with wisdom. God's desire is that every one of us who walked with him will speak life, giving words to the people around us. In our lives, when our words are filled with wisdom, it produces joy. Amen. Because the word of God will bring you joy. Yes. And when you begin to speak wisdom, God's wisdom, in your life, in others' life, you bring joy to people's hearts. You bring joy to your own heart. Amen. Thank you, merciful God. So we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 15, verse 23. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 23. I don't know about y'all. But I feel good on the inside, receiving God in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, God. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, I found it. Verse 23, chapter 15, Proverbs chapter 15, verse 23. Amen, amen, amen. And it says, a man have joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, how good it is. Amen. I have to read that again. It was so good. A man have joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, how good is it. Amen. Depending on what you come out your mouth with, it can even bring you joy. It can bring you pain. But while facing pain, you're learning how to have joy just by the word you speak. And joy also bring along hope. Amen. I receive that in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, merciful God. Thank you, Lord. And um, joy is the result of speaking with wisdom. I have said God's desire is that every one of us who walks with him will speak life, giving words to the people around us. You got to be able to speak joy into people's hearts because it needs it. You have to find joy in your heart with God. You need it. I always have to find it. I need it. When our words are filled with wisdom, it produces joy. Live in such a way that you capture joy. Live it where you can capture joy into your heart by seeking in the word of God. Seek daily. Be grateful for it when it comes easily. Yes. When joy come easy, be happy about that. Because some people can't get joy easy as you can. So be blessed in it. Seek it daily. Grateful for when it comes easily. Fight for it when it doesn't. Joy is a beautiful gift from God that can be experienced in every season of your life. No matter what you are going through. God's word did not change because of what we're going through. It can be tough when we are living here in the world and God feels so far away. We ache for something tangible to cling to, which is true. No matter what you are going through, remember, you can have the joy of the Lord. Let's go to um, where it talks about pure joy in trials. And we're going to also talk about unspeakable joy through the word. So we're going to go to James chapter 1. Verses 2 to 3. James chapter 1. 
verses 2 to 3. Amen. So what is some of the things you are receiving right now? Please leave me a message and let me know, my sisters and brothers in Christ. I would like to hear from you as we continue the lesson as I'm looking for the lesson for the chapter. Um, it should be in the back chains. You know, I always find these chapters at different times when I need them. And this is one of the times I need it. I'm going to find it. It sometimes takes us a minute to get to different parts of the Bible. But God is good. We can talk about the goodness while we're waiting of the Lord. And yes, I would like to share what I'm receiving so far, my sisters and brothers in Christ, is the Lord's word. What I'm receiving about joy is a reminder to continue to walk in his joy, continue to have that peace in him. Why go through anything without that joy? We need that joy in the Lord. We need that peace. We don't have to do it alone, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Okay, apparently I went back too far because I wound up in Revelations. <laughs> but yes, and when we share with one another, we uplift one another in Christ when we share. And I just thank the Lord we have one another. We are a family. We are a whole in Him and founded. See, when you talk about the goodness and joy of the Lord, you can find that word just like that. So it's James chapter 1. Verses 2 to 3. Let me turn to verse 2 to 3. And second. Aren't you loving this time we got together, my sisters and brothers in Christ? I'm having one of the most funnest times ever. I am. I always have a good time with you guys. You're my sisters and brothers forever. We're in Christ together. We're learning in Christ together. Amen. All right. Verse 2 and 3, starting with verse 2. Um, my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. Verse 3, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Amen. And verse 4, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. So remember, my sisters and brothers, no matter what you're facing, count it all on the joy of the Lord. You can count on the joy of the Lord because you know that's never going to leave you if you don't let it leave you. You know it's going to get you through. You know it's the peace that's going to give you rest that you need when you can't even get no rest day in and day out because of the battle of life. But when you have joy, you will find peace and joy. And you will be able to have a settling heart through the word of God. You will be able to grow and cry out in him in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we got First Peter. Um, I'm going to go to First Peter. Now I got to find Peter, y'all. Help me find Peter. <laughs> Help me find Peter. Let's go. Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1 verses 8 through 9 that we're going to be. Uh, reading into if I could just find it I had it not too long ago maybe it's there you know I'm going to find it first Peter I'm coming Peter we're going to find it together my sisters and brothers in Christ oh yes I got it but now let me go to the verses see how God will make those pages turn for us in the name of Jesus when we study his word 
We are here today studying the word together in the name of Jesus. And I would like to hear some testimonies that the Lord has blessed you in. I'm all for it. Remember, you have 60 seconds. It gives you, but you can take another 60 seconds and another 60 seconds <laughs> when you want to leave a message. But you can keep going, but you have 60 seconds on each message you leave. But you can keep using, if you want to use about 5, 60 seconds just to get your point across, please use it, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Yes. So First Peter chapter 1, verse 8 to 9. Verse 8 says, Whom having not seen, ye love in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. And verse 9, Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Amen. Thank you, Father God. Thank you in the name of Jesus for that. And I just thank the Lord for that uplifting to remind us <clears throat> amen to remind us of unspeakable joy you can have unspeakable joy sometimes you can't even speak it's just unspeakable in that moment when you have unspeakable joy joy you can't even explain it's so deep it's so richly in him so i just really thank god for the um <coughs> the scriptures that he has spoken to us today on joy, how to get it, how to receive it, how to keep it. God is so good for that lesson. Amen. So we're going to read the passage. He has three passages for us. God is so amazing to give us these blessed, blessed, awesome passages. We are finished with the Bible, so we can put that aside, but continue on. These are just passages for us to be continued to be encouraged and uplifted as we are going through this day. And I just thank the Almighty God for that lesson of joy while we're facing pain. We need to have that in our life. We need his joy. And that's why he brought us today to receive the lesson on joy and how we can have it, how we can keep it, how we can develop it in him. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I just thank him for everything he has done in our life so far. And I just want to bless my pastor and first lady by saying, God bless you, first lady and um, pastor. I love them so much. And I just thank God for um, each and every one of the things that God used for them to teach me. And they're a big part of my life. And I grow. I've grown so much through them. And I thank God for their Bless, bless hearts and soul. So it's an honor to have a first lady and a pastor. Amen. And I just thank God for them both in the name of Jesus. I thank God for your pastors around the world. And I just thank God for my church family as well. May God continue to bless them and to be with them in the good and the bad times. The happy and sad moments. Amen. Yes, so... First, it says, um, this is says about seeking him. And it's coming from Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29. You will search for the Lord your God, and you will find him when you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. Sin is, sin is real, and sin's most profound effect is to put distance between us and the one who created us. That distance causes us to feel loneliness, fear, shame, 
confusion, uncertainty, and even a sense of being unloved. When Adam and Eve were first created, the Bible tells us that they enjoyed daily walks in the garden where they were able to speak with this without distance. Their communication was out of love, without a hint of shame or fear. But after their sin, there was distance. God's first question to them was, where are you? God knew their location, but wanted them to be aware that they were now lost and separated from him. God wants us to God wants to be found again. But many other habits and voices in our life can prevent us from seeking in him. He wants us to seek with him. He wants us to seek He wants us to seek him with all of our being. What does that look like for you today? What can you do to seek and enjoy God's today? To enjoy God today, not God's. I am sorry. Father, I thank you that you are not a God who is hidden, but one <clears throat> who wants to be found. Draw me to you today. May I seek you with a freshness and with all my being. You will seek the Lord your God and you will find him if you search for him with all your heart and all your soul. Thank you, Father, for that. Father God, you are the highest pursuit of my life. I thank you that my life is not an endless searching without finding. I thank you that you are there to be found. As you seek after God right now, what does he want you to find? He wants you to find his word. He wants you to find his love. You will find everything you need when you are seeking in the Lord. And the next passage he has is look at eternity. Coming from 2 Corinthians Chapter 4, verse 16 to 17, and it says, We do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet, un yet unworldly we are being renewed day by day. No, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that... Amen. Thank you, Father. Good morning, God. love. The time. Thank you, Jesus. When our body starts to fail us, even with sickness or just getting older, we can begin to feel down. Yes, we can. When we start to get older, we start to feel old before our time. And God knows how we feel. He knows that it's not always that we don't trust Him, but it takes a toll on us. It's hard to see that we are being transformed to greatness when we seem to be confronted with more trouble as life goes on. Discouragement starts with fixating on the problem rather than the truth of the future. We are feeling down on life right now. Remember <coughs> that <coughs> one day <coughs> all will be made right. All will be made right. Let yourself look toward Jesus instead of your daily troubles. Instead of focusing, my sisters and brothers, on your daily troubles, <clears throat> try to start focusing your troubles on the Lord. Discouragement, discouragement starts with, oh, we said that part, yes. God, keep my eyes above any trouble that may come into my day. Help me to set aside worry, anxiety, 
and other stresses, knowing that they are only temporarily. Amen to that. We have to remember that we can look to God. God is in eternity. One day will we go if we live right now. If we decide to follow that righteous path, we're not following to be perfect because we never can be perfect. But following that path to help us get through life, life troubles, life anxiety, life depressions. And, you know, sometimes when we do age, we do begin to feel like we're just an old rag. We don't mean nothing no more. We don't got it. We still got it. We can exercise. We can exercise the word in our life to lift us up. We can exercise physically to feel better in our brokenness in our body. We feel broken when our legs hurt, when our arms hurt, when we're stiff. We feel like, ah, oh, we can't make it no longer. We can't go forward. This is too much. But nothing is too hard and too much for God. We thank the Lord for everything he's blessed us with. We're going to go out with a prayer. Because as you know, I don't have an old day on here, only an hour. And we're down to the last four minutes before our time is up here. Heavenly Lord, we thank you. And we cannot read the other passage. I'm going to read it the next time we come. And my, my sisters and brothers in Christ, we'll read it. But I thank God for the two passages we were able to read in him. Let's say a prayer, my sisters and brothers in Christ. We thank God for that word he has given us to this lesson about joy today. Now we can face our pains with joy, knowing that the joy of the Lord is in our hearts. Father God, we thank you for teaching us today about how to remain in joy, how to get your joy. We thank you for the peace that you have settled in our spirit, oh God. We ask in Jesus' name right now, God, that you continue to be with us through our day, ordering our steps. We thank you for the outpouring and uplifting in today. God, you are truly our blessing of life. Father God, continue to teach us to grow more in your word. Study your word and apply your word to our daily walk, God. We thank you and we bless your name. Continue to keep us covered, oh God. In the mighty blood of Jesus, O oh Lord, we thank you for every anointing touch you have touched us with today. Let us go on our day knowing that we have your joy, knowing that we have your peace, O oh God, knowing that you are comforting us right now. You are truly a divine healer in our souls and our spirits, O oh God. We thank you for replenishing us, O oh God. We thank you for uplifting us, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praises. Let us continue to pray through our day. In Jesus' name we pray out. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, my sisters and brothers in Christ, it has been fun. I have had so much fun. This is your sister Heavenly, and I pray in Jesus' name that you continue to stay in the word of God, that you continue to remember every word he is, is teaching you. Through this place, through many other places, may God continue to restore you, uplift you, comfort you. May you continue to learn to trust God more and more in your life. He will heal you. He will strengthen you. And it's not going to be like this forever. Continue to hold on to his word and his unchanging hand. God bless you so much, my sisters and brothers. I love you all. God bless you. Have a blessed and prosperous.